basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. I got a basketball jump. Ooh, baby. Yo, 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 what up? Welcome to In the Back of the Class NBA Podcast. I'm your boy, A-Love. Yo, this your boy, Easy. Yeah, what up? yeah, yeah. Welcome, welcome, folks. Welcome to the live stream recording of episode 15. Uh, the day after the probably the worst, wackest Super Bowl in um, NFL history. Uh, yeah. Easy, I imagine you didn't watch it, did you, or... No, I didn't. I didn't get a chance to watch it, man. I was occupied. Yeah, I, I know you. <laughs> I was, well, you didn't miss nothing, man. You didn't miss nothing. From what I've heard, you know, I've heard that uh, Twenty One Savage has been situations has been more interesting than this whole Super Bowl. Man, yes, Twenty One Savage uh, was definitely the top story of yesterday on a Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. So. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, our show today is a little bit more entertaining than that. So, thank you, everyone, for joining, watching us. Uh, Easy, how was your week, man? Week was cool, man. I just had a long day at the, um, you know, one of them long days you have when you got to go to the auto mechanic and then you got to go to the uh, DMV. That's what my day is. A full work shift (laughs) between the mechanic and the DMV. That sounds like a terrible day, man. Hopefully. It's been a terrible day, man. The only good thing was some orange juice I had. Hey, hey, let me tell you, it's gonna get better now, and um, so the orange juice will might still be on top, but everything else. <laughs> will For sure, man. How was your week, bro? Uh, hey, I got my hundredth win in the park. That's um, what's up. Okay. So yeah, shout out to uh, my cousin KT who let me run with him and his buddy who were absolutely just pros on the game. So uh, got to get my winners up. So that was all good, man. All good. Uh, so yeah. So once again, some to everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, follow welcome. us on all social media: Twitter at In the Bag of the Class, um, Facebook. You know, if you're watching right now, you probably found us. Uh, and then also our YouTube channel. Um, on Tuesdays, you can get this episode's recording and any other episode you may have missed up until this point, which is about 14 episodes. And then also with our YouTube channel, be on the lookout for uh, segments, miniature segments of uh, what we talk about. Uh, yeah. You ready to get started, man? Yeah, man. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it cracking. Oh, uh, man. We got a lot going on in the NBA, brother. A lot going for sure. on. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. It's been real crazy. So I guess what we should start with is uh, the Knicks trading Christoph Porzingis. Porzingis, can you say that? Yes. Stops Porzingis. Chris, how do you say it? Yeah, you know the Europe, the tall European guy. That guy. Uh, we uh, <laughs> let's see. So, so the Knicks not only with Kristaps, uh, they gave up Courtney Lee, Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, traded all three to the Mavs. And in return, they got Dennis Smith Jr., Wesley Matthews, and DeAndre Jordan, uh, who both have expiring contracts. So, Easy, my question to you, my man, is what do you think of this move by the Knicks? What I think of the move? Now, see, this move 
can be one of the greatest moves of all time or it can be a straight catastrophe for the Knicks. You know, they're trying to get them big free agent guys. They're hoping Kyrie and KD comes, possibly AD, because you know he did put out a list of teams he – I saw that. Uh, that he gave the Pelicans his sign to. Yeah. And the Knicks were one of them. So, yeah. you know, they can possibly be putting together something to get the Pelicans a trade for AD. Then AD signs long term. Then you get Kyrie and KD. And you get your own, another little super team in the Knicks. You know, so it can be the worst thing where they don't get anybody. Yeah. That can be possible. <laughs> Things been the track record, right? I mean, yeah, it seems. Yeah, well, I mean, who knows what LeBron is gonna do? Well, I mean, just that you know that his first free agency, the Knicks were, you know, they considered themselves to be a top contender, and yeah, the second one, the same thing, and and with the Kevin Durant, when Kevin Durant, you know, was uh, floating around, they considered themselves to be up there as well. So. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and let you answer that because then I want to ask you another question behind that. So, uh, I mean, the trade for the Mavs, I think it works out great. Um, I mean, they have uh, two. Now they have two. They're getting better. Now they got two foreign white guys to be the face of their franchise. <laughs> there you go. Dirk, one, to now you got down again. Uh, you know, man. Man. Go ahead. Somebody go called ahead. them the MAGA team. The what? MAGA team. What? Make the NBA great again. <laughs> Hey, it's the only time I can say I can get behind that, I guess. I don't know. This is basketball. Uh, but, yeah, for the Mavs, that's dope, man. Um, the uh, Knicks, like you said, it could, it could be a great move. I mean, they have uh, Wesley uh, Matthews and DeAndre Jordan. Both their, their uh, contracts are going to be up at the end of the year, so they'll be able to remove that salary. Um, and that will leave them room for two max free agents. So not only, so like you said, they can get Kyrie and AD. They can get KD and AD. You know, we get all mm-hmm. the things they want with that much money. But my problem with, like, you know, with that is, like I kind of touched on, the track record. The Knicks really don't come off to me like they know what the heck they want to do and what they're doing, at least when it comes to basketball. They are a franchise that has rested on basically the name of their city being in New York, the name of their franchise. But when it comes to straight basketball moves, man, they are they have made some terrible ones, man. So let me ask you, let me ask you this because this is a question I want to ask you Do you think top players still want to play for the Knicks? Do I think no? I I don't. you know, I know AD gave the Knicks as a destination, um, but if he goes there, I doubt we see AD sign there long term. And here's why: the franchise, man. People don't realize how much franchise, um, franchising sports, not just the NBA, affect legacy for players individually. I say mm-hmm. outside of a talent, franchise and coach has to be number two. And the reason why I don't say support and cast is because who decides your support and cast, right? Um, the, uh, the, 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 the ownership, the, uh, who they hire, you know, the GMs, the coaches, both in some cases. Um, what, what, what about you, man? Do you think players really want to play with the Knicks anymore? Or? I think only if they're from New York. Mm. I, think they have a good, I think they have a good chance of getting Kyrie and maybe, or maybe Kimba. Oh, 
Okay. Because you know he's a big he's a big free agent coming up too. So I think um the cats the the, the superstars from New York it has more of a lore to them. But you talk about like LeBron, he's from Ohio. AD, he's from Chicago. So I really don't see the Knicks as uh, as a team that can lure people outside of New York to yeah. to the Knicks. You know what I'm saying? If yeah. AD's gonna pay for a bad team, he might as well just come here to Chicago. True. He might, yeah, he might as well just do this. So, uh, no, nah, I don't think the Knicks are that place. I might be wrong because who knows? Yeah, you, you you never know. But I look at somebody like Kimba Walker, and I know he puts up a lot of numbers, and he's a, uh, he's an awesome player. But I think what makes a difference is getting like transcendent players that can actually, um, you know, they having them will put you in the conversation for having winning the championship automatically. Mm-hmm. Like Kimba's one of them dudes that okay, Kimba by himself, no. Uh, Kimba with another like one B guy. No, I'm talking about like you need to get like Ky- you have to get Kyrie. You you should try to still get AD, um, LeBron, um, Kawhi. You know those type of players. But um, if if it is gonna be a bunch of one B guys, I feel like you know when Carmelo went over there, he was a one A guy, but they could only attract other one B guys over there. Um, so I, I don't know. Well, that. I think for people, because it's kind of hard to build teams around these ISO center guys. Yeah. You know, um, like the um, Kyrie's, not not necessarily Kyrie. Let me take because Kyrie's great off the ball. Uh, Kimba, you know, um, Melo, AI. You know, it's hard to build teams because you can't just put superstars with them. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to build like a certain team around them. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of hard. And so if I'm the Knicks, I'm looking at it like I mean, if I don't get Kyrie, I will have to get Kemba, but I hope I don't have to resort to that because yeah. Kemba's not Kyrie. But then again, you look, man, uh, with the Celtics and the situation they have as far as like a team as a whole and how uh, Kyrie is really um, fitting into that mix. So I think a question for the if you look, if you're somebody like um, the Celtics, do you go ahead and pursue a trade this year? now or i don't know try to or be more willing to let Kyrie go to the knicks um just because of those chemistry issues because i know you say he's not a iso player but um a lot of his game man is seeming like it, it's causing iso player type issues you know what i mean um yeah. he wants to he wants to iso his guy by himself take him off the dribble um and i, I don't know i just think it's too many miles of feed in boston you know, that's what it is. I think it's too many miles to feed in Boston. You know, uh, you got Rozier, the point guard. You know, you got to feed Rozier. You got to feed Tatum, yeah. Jalen Brown. You got to get Gordon Hayward back incorporated, Marcus Ooh. Smart. You know, it's just too many miles to feed. But um, I don't know. If, if I'm Boston, it's like you've been doing all this willing and dealing. It's like, what are you do? What are you going to do with all this? Is that what you're going to you gonna keep willing and dealing, or are you going to try to get a team together and build chemistry? So, I, I, I to be honest, man, if you take AD and then and, um, put him in place of Kyrie, I think that team um, is the favorite to win the East. It's weird. 
You think so? Yeah. So in my head, I'm almost making an argument that is Kyrie a one B player? Is he that one B? Is he that you know? That's a good question. That's that's a good question. question. But see, we never really seen Kyrie outside of his sophomore year, which you know I don't count rookie and sophomore years, but um, outside of his sophomore year, be the only guy on the team. Yeah. So I think you put Kyrie in the Knicks uniform and you build like certain people around him. I think Kyrie can lead a team, be a top respected team in the East. If I if I look at this team right now, the Boston Celtics right now, and um and I will say this, I think a lot of Kyrie's not fitting into the Boston situation is um just because that whole type of whatever they're running up there, scheme type deal, Brad Stevens system. I don't think it's really I don't think it really fits Kyrie's game. But if uh, I'm going off what you said as leading the team, being that one A guy or considered that one A guy, that one A guy role, I would say he's that right now uh at for um well, Boston. Wouldn't, wouldn't you say that though? I mean Yeah, he's putting up like career numbers. Yeah. He's putting up his best numbers uh, this year. So I think Kyrie can be that guy. Um, no, let me say this. I think Kyrie has the talent to be that guy. Now, when it comes to personality and what he does, like all the weirdo things he says and does, yeah, that's that's up for question. You know, because he's a he can be out. He can be a little weird sometimes. So yeah. Um, but yeah. I don't know if I, uh, the question is: is can the Knicks get him? Or can they get top free agents to come there, you know? And then they can be the winners of that trade. But right now it's looking like the Mavs. And who knows because Przingis is injury-prone. Injury true, true. So, so you might be giving up a lot to get Przingis, and he might not be there a lot. Well, Seven-foot-three dude with a torn ACL. Well, if you – and I guess along with that, did they give any uh, – I don't think they gave up any picks, did they? Or did they give – Two first rounders. I think they may have gave two first rounders as well. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I, you know, I have to look that up. Yeah. So, I mean, for real, the Mavs really didn't give up much. If, if they didn't give up, if they didn't give up two first rounders, I mean, you were you go, you were going to lose um, math. You know. Um, Matthews and George. Wesley Matthews, you're going to lose a lot of them anyway. Yeah, so you really didn't lose anything. I mean, outside of those uh, picks, if, if that's what they did give up. So right, uh, we have to get on our research department for uh, leaving us hanging like that. Right. <laughs> right, for sure. So talking about trades, you know, the big blockbuster trade that is the um, the Knicks with um, Luca. What other big moves do you see happening? Ooh, man, good question. Before um, the trade deadline coming up. Before, so, you know, you still got Mike Conley out there, Marcus Saul, the Grizzlies yeah. are trying to uh, get them off. Um, you know, actually, we were just talking about the Knicks. You know, they could, there's actually interest for Wesley Matthews, man. He's a good Yeah, player. I heard they might buy him out. So, if they buy him out, you know, there's some good, there's some teams looking for him. Yeah, man, I think on the list it was like the Thunder, Raptors, 76ers, and Warriors. Which, let me say this, how good must it feel to get, like, cut by, like, a terrible team and then all of a sudden get picked up by, like, a contender? I mean, that's the definition yeah. of ashy to classy, for real. Shout out to <laughs> Wesley Matthews. But, uh, but no, nah, man, um, I, I expect to see – I expect to see a lot of movement going on. Um 
But as far as big moves, big names, um, Mark Saw and Mike Conley, I expected to see them find a home. And uh, the one that I really would like to happen, man, AD to the Lakers, to tell the truth, I really don't see AD ending up with the Lakers, man. Um, so This year or ever? This year. There's this no, year? Yeah, there's no really no incentive um, for Pelicans to do that. Um, I mean, unless they would like that young core of the Lakers as much as um, you and the, most of the Twitter sphere loves that young core, um, maybe, but I, I really don't see it. But Because uh, Magic's throwing a house at him. Magic needs to. He's but throwing Magic, a house. What the heck is Magic doing, man? I mean, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, you can't trade the unwilling. I think New Orleans is holding off. Like, look, we got some diamonds right here. We're going to wait to see what everybody's going to offer for these diamonds. I think they'll be kind of plumb dumb just to take the first offer that somebody definitely. would throw at them. You know? So they might as well wait until the, uh, to the end of the season and see who got the best offer. So uh, the seventh, man, what's that? Is that uh, Thursday? Is it? Thursday, so if it's tomorrow. We need, we need re- the research department to catch yeah, up. Yeah, I think it's Thursday. Thursday, 3 o'clock Eastern time. Two o'clock uh, so we got a few days for that. Yeah, got a few days. So yeah, we might see it. So might do, you, it. do you expect to see that happen or no? Nah. Yeah. No, nah, if I'm New Orleans, I hold on. Yeah. Who's gonna give me the best deal? Who's gonna because you never know what's gonna happen in the free agency period. Oh yeah. And the draft. So yeah. you know, who knows? Do you but, expect any moves outside of that though? Um AD. I ex- I expect Conley to to be moved outside. Uh, I don't know about Gasol, but I expect Conley to be moved. Um, and I think the perfect destination for him would be Utah. Oh, yeah. You get, yeah, Utah, you, you switch them for Utah and for Rubio. You have yeah. Mike. And I think that, because they've been rolling, they've been cruising yeah. Yeah. silently. They've been silent killers yeah. lately. Yep. So uh, I think you put Conley, you switch out Conley for Rubio. I think you can. I ain't gonna say knock off the Warriors. Let me not talk dumb. I was well, gonna, well, I'm gonna up, talk man. crazy. That's not that crazy though, easy because the Jazz is uh, they have always given the Warriors fits, man. Uh, Quince is Quince Snyder's been there, man, and the Warriors been his dynasty team. It's always every year you see the Jazz beating them consistently, and um, like I think we touched on a few episodes back because they D up, man. They play that tough D. They play and, tough defense. But you know, uh, give them kindly a little bit more um, uh, reliable scoring scoring option on, on the perimeter and plus that, uh, you know, that playoff experience. Yeah. It's, it's going to take a team like that. It's going to take a team like that. Like how the Detroit Pistons were. Yeah. Yeah, they, they played good team ball and defensively sound. It don't take a team like that to knock off death row. But other than that, and, I don't see nobody beating them boys in the seven-game oh, series. Yeah, it's, it's tough to see that, man, especially yeah. the way they're playing. It's uh, Yeah, I don't, I don't see it. I really don't see it. I hate nah. it. I hate it. <laughs> I hate it too, man. I hope all these dudes break up. I hope all these super teams break up. I miss the days where NBA players were selfish. Where they wanted the big money, they didn't care where they go. You yes, offering man. big, yeah, you offering big money in Orlando. I'm coming. That's the them the days I miss. Ah uh, man, I miss the selfish players yeah. and yeah, 
I, I don't I don't even know, man. I, I feel like all them old head NBA players that talk about like back in the day, I never played with so and so. I never call up so and so. Like, man, you a damn lie. Uh, you probably did. Charles Barkley, for for instance, Charles Barkley when, when the first. So I feel like the, this all started with LeBron James going to Miami. You know. Yes, it did. And you know, Charles Barkley was the first one to say, um, you know, he he gave LeBron a lot of heat. And then, you know, you go back and you look at, oh, Sir Charles, man, like what he was doing at the end of his career. You know what I mean? Like, well, see, we're talking about, we're talking about Sir Charles at the end of his career. LeBron was what, 25, 20? He was in his mid 20s. We're not talking about Charles Barkley in his prime. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Le- Charles Barkley at the end of his career. I think. I think Charles. So I think the narrative is a little different. I, I, I do. Yes, I would agree with you there. But I think what Charles was getting at, because you know Charles, we love Charles. Yeah, Charles, you watch. Yeah, yeah, Charles, my guy, man. Charles was painting the picture like it was because of his competitiveness. When it's supposed to, he painted it as LeBron rain chasing, and Charles painted it as he was against rain chasing. So yes, you're right. Charles going to the Rockets at the end of his career compared to LeBron going to the Heat at in in his prime um, is different. But the the indictment on Charles is still the same. Charles, you still made it seem like you weren't in it for no chasing no rings or anything. When in fact. I believe you did try to chase a ring riding the coattails of the great Akeem Olajuwon. Well, well, yeah. I mean, I agree. Uh, Charles was ring chasing at the end of his career. Uh, and even still, that Phoenix team, you know, people forget Marley was Marley was an all-star either that same year or before. And Sabalos was an all-star either that, that year before or after. So, oh, I mean, that team was loaded. So If it wasn't for Jordan... Yeah, if one for Jordan, you know, maybe Barkley would have a ring. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, Sir Charles was definitely ring chasing at the end of his oh, career. Man. But I think the narrative is different because, like I said, LeBron was what? He was I want to say 25, uh, 25, 26. Uh, yeah, I think so. Because, yeah. About yeah. 25, 26. So that's what changed. That's when, you know, you got the KDs and the Cousins and uh, everybody wanted to be the superstar thing. So LeBron did shift it, you know. Yeah, and a negative and a positive way. So yeah. I'm, you know, so before we go off on a LeBron tangent, I'm gonna say he did it. It's a both po- good, positive and a negative uh, thing that happened because of that. We're gonna stop trying to bring up LeBron and uh, Michael Jordan for that matter, because we don't we don't want to be those people. We don't want to yeah. be those guys. You know, all yeah. oh, seem like oh, that's like everybody only everybody. thing basketball now. That's all they want to talk about. You know, I was thinking about this easy, and this is something to think about. Basketball, the NBA is a it's a sport that is while it's going on, it has less interest than what is happening off the court and what has already happened seasons or seasons, decades before, for that matter. You know what I mean? Mm. Like baseball, for instance, you talk to a baseball guy, a baseball guy is like, oh, yeah, you know, so-and-so batting average and chased the batting average all up and down, you know what I mean, uh, during the season. And of course, baseball's real big on history, but they pay attention to the guys playing in their pursuit of that history. Yeah. Um, 
uh, football, every week it's a change in narrative on the team as far as the product on the field. But the NBA, the NBA is like the only sport to whereas, you know, the Nuggets, the Nuggets had huge wins this week. And nobody talks about that. Nobody talks. That's true. You see stuff about Jordan and LeBron, uh, this play, how this player play against this player, but nobody talks about the actual product that's uh, on being sold. Well, we're living in the TMZ era, bro. That's what it is. You know, headline sales, man. You know, then we talk more about drama that's going on with teams and who's going to do what, when, where, and why, and. Instead of actually playing basketball, so true, true. that's why these big market teams in the NBA are winning. Speaking of drama, easy. Speaking of drama, I hate to bring this up, man, because I think you might like this. But let me just tell the story. According to the Athletics, Shams Shonara, Michael Beasley, Javale McGee, and Lance Stevenson, and I, I personally shouted out um, Shonara's uh, name because uh, Rochelle. Uh, Michelle Shelburne from ESPN says that Lance Stans wasn't involved in this, let me point out. So don't be So anyway, uh, they got into a heated verbal exchange. I think that's the definition of an argument. I don't know. Uh, with Coach Luke Walton. The belief is it has something to do with veterans playing time. Easy, my question for you, man, is who do you blame for what's happening in L.A.? Ooh, that's two culprits in my head. Two culprits. I blame Magic, first of all, and I blame LeBron. <laughs> I blame LeBron because when Magic made the decision to bring LeBron, you changed it from, all right, we're going to go through this process of building these young players to these young players and coach to now we have to win now. And, you know, I think when LeBron came, it was already talks of Luke Walton getting fired, you know, trading away all the young boys. And now you bring uh, drama within this, within this organization, you know. So uh, if I'm Luke, you know, I, I feel screwed, man. Like, look, y'all not even giving me a shot, you know. Then you bring in a bunch, you bring in a, a bunch of outcasts. Uh-huh. You bring in trouble, yep. you bring in Lance Dance, Rondo, uh, Michael Beasley, Beasley <laughs> JaVale McGee. They say he was involved too. I don't know if you brought up his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. JaVale, he's second guy. It's my, it's me, yeah, yeah. McGee, man. Yeah. These two guys who, you know, bring up playing time, mm. you know. So, I mean, yeah, so. Those who I blame it, man. Huh, interesting, man. I'm, I'm with you at least on one point. Um, the front office, man. That's that's I'm with you on blaming them, man. Magic, I guess Magic's the guy who's been the head of this, so he's the one who's going to be the face of it. So I guess I'll say Magic. Um, and this is why, um, not because they bought LeBron James, that's part of the reason, but the reason why that's a problem is because they only have invested in that decision, you know. Um, when they, like you said, they had the young core. So are you going to do the uh, grow this young core with LeBron type deal? Um, or are you going to, um, and, and if you're going to do that, 
you don't bring in the player the players that you mentioned. You know what I mean? Like, like right. you don't bring in Rondo, who's notoriously known as a selfish guy. You know, not a selfish player. Definitely goes overlooking for assists. But a selfish guy. Um, you don't you don't you don't bring in uh McGee. McGee before that finals was two final good finals uh, performances with the Warriors. McGee was known as the dude who's always beefing with Shaq on uh Shaq and the Fool. You he was more so getting bullied by Shaq. He was getting bullied by Shaq. <laughs> he was he was taking okay. L's because he was getting bullied. Like he was like leave him alone. I I feel sorry. I feel sorry for anybody getting bullied, but JaVel McGee. I don't feel sorry right. for nobody seven foot play getting bullied. Some ball, man. You got play <laughs> some ball, man. Get out of here. And then um, you know, uh, Michael Beasley. I remember part of the reason when LeBron went to the Heat, they brought Beasley back and they was hoping LeBron could kind of uh counsel Beasley. But my point is, guy, if you bring in veterans and you're gonna pursue a route of growing the core along with LeBron, you don't bring in these type of guys. You bring in guys who are locker room guys and they are about the team, but they didn't. Magic kind of, I guess, have to ask it. He he brought in those guys, those personalities that we just mentioned, because he liked their tough play, the old school play that Magic was used to playing. But then at the other, you know, on the other side of it, he 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 bumped up this future of this core team and, you know, that we're going to grow with them. We're, we're going to hang on to them when in fact, possibly maybe he should have right. You know, the day he signed LeBron, maybe he should got on the phone and start trying to swing some deals. Maybe he did. I, I don't know. Maybe, but um, who knows? I'm but I, I, cause the question, cause there is a conspiracy. Uh-oh. There's a LeBron Uh-oh. conspiracy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's time. It was been reported that I forget who I forgot who reported it, so don't try to get me to, re- to say the name. But we'll, it's we'll been get our re- research department. On it. Yeah, it's been reported that LeBron doesn't want Luke Walton there, and that he's willing to do any and everything to get Luke out of there. Any. And so if that means, anything. so if that means sitting out some games, load management. <laughs> I think I think he was scared. I think he was scared. He didn't want that wreck. But anyway. Um, scared of the Warriors? It, yeah. No, yeah, but uh, load management. He comes He comes back for one game, then he takes a rest for load management. Uh, probably. I don't know, man. Who? who there wasn't was no back-to-back in that situation. There was not a back-to-back. There was not a back-to-back. But He's up to something. What, what sa- that sounds – you saying that he's – him trying to get Luke Walton out. That sounds more credible than being scared of the Warriors, but I hope he's not doing that. I hope he's not doing that, man. Come on now, LeBron is a coach killer. Come on, how many coaches been fired with LeBron? He trying to get Spoelstra fired. They say he wanted Spoelstra fired at the beginning. Yeah, I didn't hear that, but I know that uh, when LeBron went to the Heat. He he definitely got in line behind um, my man uh, Pat Riley, and Pat Riley was driving that ship. Um, and so, who Pat Riley wanted, Pat Riley was gonna have, and Spolstra was Pat Riley's boy. So, LeBron wanting him fired and trying to get him fired, I don't think. Um, he well, made, how about he this? LeBron wanted him. Well, well, we know the GM. We know how he gets down. He wants a coach gone. Do you think he's just going to sit by and not say nothing? 
So that's a that's a funny narrative um, that that follows LeBron, coach killer, um, because I look at these coaches like records before LeBron got there. Uh, Mike Mike Brown came from the Mike Brown was um, hired. He was a new coach when LeBron was there. Um, the first guy uh, who was the coach's first one, my man, what's his name? Uh, oh. Oh, first Cleveland coach. Yeah, I want to say Silas, but I I, 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 I think it was Paul Silas. Paul Silas. Paul Silas was on the end of his rope. But my point is, look at these teams, man. Um, when LeBron gets to David Blatt, David Blatt, um, first year coach. Yeah, but everybody in the league didn't really believe in David Blatt. I think LeBron's struggle is that he's always tried to find a coach that was that he thought could actually coach him. Hold um, on, hold on. No, but that don't change the fact that LeBron has been a free agent for the past ten years, every year, and he's always had the opportunity to sign with Pop. For the last ten years, LeBron's been a free agent. Oh, I'm just throwing out numbers. But since what? Since what? Miami? They they weren't signing. He went. He has. He's always signing the the two year deal with the player option. So so he has a. He always had the option to opt out. Yeah, when he went when he went back to Cleveland, he always kept that one year um that one year type deal on there. And here's why: because it's kind of what I touched on is franchises, right? Cleveland is a historically terrible franchise. The owner is Dan Gilbert. Don't know how long he's on the team, but especially when he had inherited that team, terrible ownership. Um, so LeBron going back to Cleveland. Do you remember there was a little bit of trust issues between them because him and Dan Gilbert? So LeBron used that as leverage on uh, Mr. Gilbert on making sure that he did what he had to do to put in a winning team. That's why you saw LeBron make most of his GM moves or consider GM moves when he that year when he went back to Cleveland. And that's the most power LeBron had had in however long he was, I guess he was in Miami, five years, four years, five years. So the whole time when LeBron was in Miami, he did not have the power until when he got to Cleveland. Because you can you can you couldn't do that with Pat Riley. That's what I'm saying. That's yeah. the deal. You, you couldn't you do, can that. do that with Pat Riley. No. But you can do that to Dan Gilbert. Yes. And you can put that on a first-year GM and you or second-year GM in Magic. You had to do it to Dan Gilbert. You can do that. But see, you can't do that in Boston. You no. can't do that in San Antonio. No. So we all know it's a power struggle. Check LeBron would rather have the, the – he'd rather have the, the power – than a good coach, cause you know the stuff that you're doing in, uh, in Los, that you're doing in Cleveland and Miami, oh, that you're doing in Cleveland, and that's going on in LA. You couldn't bring that to San Antonio. You couldn't bring that to Boston. But he he knew what he was getting into with uh, Pat Riley, wouldn't you say? Yeah, cause the, remember, I remember there was times, and I do remember hearing rumors of this that he wanted, and a lot of people wanted Pat Riley to come down and coach. Right. So, I but know. you know, Pat Riley know. put his foot down. No, you have Spolstra. I'm my franchise coach is Spolstra. Yeah. So, Spolstra's See, been there. He's gonna be there. Oh yeah, he's Spolstra's been there. Be there. So, yeah, yeah. yeah it, so, LeBron went to Miami to learn how to win, and LeBron went to Miami because the franchise was strong. Let's not forget that, man. That's that's important to point out. He was looking for a strong franchise because Cleveland was not a strong franchise. That's true. I hear that. It, it is, you know, look what they're doing now. I mean, you shouldn't have walked into this 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 year after losing LeBron, BS, and like, okay, we're going to try to compete. 
You remember that's why Jr. was pedo left. He they basically said, "Hey, we're we're going to compete this year instead of trying to get Jr. and the other veterans to the team and try to make room." Now they're doing it, you know, throughout this, you know, as the season goes on and doing bad at it. I I, I don't know. Um, Wait, hold on. They got a lot of draft picks coming up. They do got a lot of draft picks coming they up. Yeah, a lot of draft picks coming Let up. Let me say your name, though. And then you still Anthony got Kevin Bennett. Love. You've been trading. Anthony Bennett. Nobody wants K-Love. Just like nobody, nobody wants K-Love. Somebody, wants. no, K-Love. Let me say, somebody, somebody, wants wants, somebody wants K-Love, but not, wants for, not for the price that the Cavs going to want for K-Love. You can get a first rounder off K-Love. You think? Yeah, you can get a first. Well, They're not giving away Kevin Love. Yeah, you can get a first yeah. round. That man averaged like 19 and 11 yet last year. But man, I'm telling you, man, these these NBA, these NBA, these NBA execs, man, they putting a lot of crease in, in health, man. Um, the, I think K Love could have been came back. I think he's sit, I, I, you know, I think, I think, I think, I think Cleveland's tanking. Cleveland's tanking. Don't come back, K Love. You know, he could have. Yeah, he's yeah. He only played like three games, and then yeah. he's been out since. Yeah, Jr. Smith hasn't played all year. Yeah, they kicked. Um, they sent Jr. Home. They sent him home like a couple months ago. They should have sent him home last said, hey. year after game one. Said, oh my God, he lost. He lost me so much money. Hopefully the IRS yeah. is listening right now. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they should have sent him home. So yeah, I'm cleanless tanking. They're gonna try to re up on some draft picks. I don't know. I think they should look into management. Try to get some good GMs. That, you know, I... good smart people in that organization. To the refocus on this rebrand. Yeah, they need to do something, man. Because Cleveland right now, they need another LeBron James to come out of the state and get there and save the state of Ohio. Start fresh, man. Just start fresh. So yeah. I mean, hey, let me ask you this real quick. You named some, uh, you know, you said Cleveland's a bad franchise, and then you named some strong franchise. What do you consider the Lakers, man? Do you consider that a strong franchise? I mean, say for the last. I, let's say last 10 years. Would you say that's a strong franchise? That ain't been strong since that last, since that second championship. Mm-hmm. And, and Andrew Bynum. You know, Lakers went downhill right after Andrew Bynum clotheslined J.J. Barea. That's oh, when I'm like, I, it's over. Is that, is that where you, is that where you setting the, uh, is that where you sit? Yeah. When they, when they got swept and Andrew Bynum clotheslined that little guy. I and then, that. yeah, and then they got an old cryptic, Steve Nash and <sighs> Dwight Howard. Like, I mean, Dwight. when Dwight Howard came, you, you kind of had a little faith. Well, and then Kobe's Achilles tear. It's, yeah, nah. After that, it just showed that that franchise was built off Kobe. Like, for the for that decade. For that, yeah, it was for Kobe that long and, time, Kobe. For that long time, it yep. was Kobe and Shaq. Yep. Like, we're going to – And so you have tr- transcendent players like Kobe, Shaq, yeah. uh, LeBron, that you – Mike, you know, that you give a Duncan, yeah. like, all right, we're just going to, this is our guy, you know. We're going to ride with And they make franchises, so. And, you know. and what, what I liked about it, man, you know, during that Kobe time was that the moves were smart moves, man. They were basketball moves. And, and you know what? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What you going to say? I, I, a lot I, of people don't want to get this man credit. But the logo, the best GM was. ever. The G- best GML. Yes. He did the Lakers. Then he, he had Memphis it. in the playoffs. Yep. And then he went to form Golden State. Yep. Yep. They said when they was talking about trading Clay Thompson for Kevin Love, 
uh-huh. Jerry West said, I'm going to quit <laughs> if you trade Clay Thompson for Kevin Love. That's wild. That he That's had wild. that much faith in Kev and, and, yeah. and Clay Thompson, who Kevin Love was perceived to be better at the time. So, so is that where we put is that where we put the uh the line at, man? That 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 move when, when Jerry Wesley left. Is that when the Yeah, left? yeah. When Jerry West left, Jerry West is a genius. Oh man, Shout he's out a genius. Yeah, man, so I'll get that man some credit. Easy, um, dog. I was I've been kind of looking forward to this next uh this next segment, man. You want to go For ahead sure. and get into it, man? The uh, yeah, let's go ahead, bro. Okay, uh, you want to introduce it or you want to tell the people or yeah, we're gonna um, me and a love, we're getting ready to kick off. Uh, we're getting getting ready to kick off. Who we we're getting ready to place ourselves in the shoes of the All Star captains. Yeah. So, uh, yes. a love, you're gonna be LeBron. Well, he's, this is what I want to throw at you though, because I was yeah. thinking. So, and I'll let you decide. I was thinking that we can have to make it fun. Is that this will be our teams, and we can pick LeBron or Giannis. And then we only draft eight players each. So it gives us five starters and three reserves. So I think it's like 26 players. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. You know, we don't want all them bums. We just only need eight to go run out what we're trying to do. So yeah. You, you want, want to roll at it like that? Yeah, we can do that. All right, let's do it. Let's do it easy. Uh, so first of all, we're going to have to play uh, Paper, Scissors, Rock, see who gets number one pick. So we're going to do um, one, two, three, shoot. Okay. One, two, three, shoot. Yep. All right. Okay. All right, here we go. One, two, three, shoot. Okay. I had scissors. All right. Oh, you can't see? I know it's like a delay. So just for y'all know, behind there's a delay, a latency in our video. So okay, we're gonna try again. Okay, ready? One, two, three, shoot. Oh, wait, I did it wrong. Oh, you you didn't you didn't do the fist thing. I know, I know. <laughs> I'm trying to do five things at once. One more time. Here we go. We're making all the elementary kids mad as hell right now. So mad. All right. all right. One, two, three, shoot. Ah. Uh, damn, you picked paper? I did, bro. You dropping my style. This is weird. Okay. <laughs> uh all right, I tell you what, easy. Um one more time. All right. Actually, you know what? Because you already know who I'm pick first. If I pick first, if you don't pick him, so you go. You're first. picking LeBron. I don't know. Will I? <laughs> okay, I'm picking first. All I'm right. going Giannis. You're going Giannis. Okay. I'm going Giannis. Hold on. We're, we're we're gonna show the people who are picking so everybody can see our uh see our teams real quick. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Do I want Giannis? <laughs> did, did you send? Did you send in the? Did you send in the? Uh, did you send in the? Uh, your, I think you already sent in the note to uh, the commission, man. I think you're stuck with Giannis. Okay, I, I go with Giannis. No, if you, if you don't want Giannis, no. I tell you, somebody, who, who do you want? Okay, KD. Let me go, KD first. You want KD? I want KD. Oh, shit. Slim Reaper. Let me get Slim Reaper. The the Slim Reaper. Okay, we're gonna put Slim Reaper right here on Easy Team, and yes. You guys guessed it. I gotta go with LeBron James. Why? Yeah. If you don't start a team with LeBron James, then you're magic. Uh, <laughs> I was kidding. Uh, all right, easy. Who's your second pick? Who's my second pick? Uh, 
I can go Steph. Steph. Okay. Yeah, we go Steph. Oh, okay. I like it. I like it. So easy gonna go KD and Steph. He's rebuilding the Warriors. Yes. Matter of fact, this is gonna be the whole Golden State. <laughs> <laughs> Take out Draymond. <laughs> hey, okay. So this is what I'm doing. I'm gonna go uh with some D because I'm gonna need somebody to go guard Durant. Because LeBron's not. No, LeBron's going to be – we're going to have to reserve LeBron because he's a little older. So, I'm going to go Kawhi. I'm taking Kawhi. Oh, Kawhi. Put Kawhi at my three. I'm running LeBron at the four. I know he – I'm running LeBron at the four. Uh, Okay. Let me get Giannis then. I'm going to go Giannis right now then. Okay. All right. Giannis, that's going to be my four. See, I put put LeBron on Giannis – Cause uh he ain't gotta worry about that jump shot, so he he'd be all right. He's not gonna guard Giannis. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> because because load management. Hey, one yeah okay oh <laughs> because it worked before because it worked before. I'm going with Kyrie. I know I was one B, but he's a hell of a one B. Kyrie. Mm. I like this. Okay. Let me go. Uh James Heron. What? Oh yeah. I'm gonna go James Heron. Let me go James Heron. You dog LeBron for not playing no D. Who this dude gonna go? The greatest low post defender in the league. Bro. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> Statistically speaking. I cannot believe that. That's so hard. When you told me that, that blew my mind. All right. Uh, the announcers was bragging on that. Wanna, um, you gonna... want to do it like uh, you do it. James Horan. <laughs> no D. No uh, D. <laughs> all right. So this is a hell of a sleeper pick, man. I ain't going to lie. But uh, I'm going to have to go with uh, my boy, out there doing it big this year, Paul George. Paul George. Look on Paul George. I like that pick. That's a hell of a pick, man. Oh my goodness. Oh, it is. Man. Run him at two. Oh man. Oh yeah. Well, you know what? For my center, I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, let's let's not get them together just yet. I'm gonna go <laughs> Anthony Davis. All right, all right. I like it. AD, I bring him up. I, I know that was you, you. You folks heard that. That was a definite hater move. It was. Uh, it he was. Said he just wanted to prevent it from happening. So that's why I'm glad Easy is not the GM of the Pelicans. <laughs> so uh, I'm gonna have to go. You know, I'm, I'm liking this. I, I got D. I got defense. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I do have defense. Minus Kyrie. I got Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. And then, oh, yeah, when it comes down to crunch time, don't trip, man. Don't don't let what you've been seeing lately fool you. The Brian Joker. Is, is still D's up. But Jokic at the center, baby, let's go. That would be a mm. nice. Hey, you that know what? That was going to be my next pick. That was going to be my next pick. Ah, well, uh, Dirk's still out there. Him and Wade's still out there if you want to have a. Well, you know, D-Wade <laughs> did say LeBron, you have to pick him first. He said he's not playing. If, yeah, Brian pick, if LeBron picks way first, I'm turning the game off. <laughs> These fools don't care. Show the all. You got to pick him first. That man taught him how to win. So he got to pick him first. <laughs> no, Pat he got to pick him first. 
Pat Riley taught him how to win. The whole Heat organization baby fed him. Everybody. So <laughs> he, hey, hey, he was worth it. They, yeah, he was worth it. Yeah. Many, let me tell you, you don't give you know you know the price of pure cotton white t-shirts is astronomical. So for them to be shelling out <laughs> that many white t-shirts, they had to be making some cash for LeBron. But, um, they were. Even though he ain't bringing that seven. But anyway. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> who am I going to go next? Why not go with the reckless uh, the reckless wonder that is Russell Westbrook, who's been Ooh. playing like Russell Eastbrook this year. Oh, damn. Or Russell Westbrook. Damn. If y'all didn't catch that, he got to take a dig at Russell Westbrook and the Eastern Conference. Oh, I'm hating. That's skillful hating, y'all. Y'all take notes. <laughs> I take notes. <laughs> All right, so you got Russell coming off your bench. That's a nice pickup coming off the bench. And you can bring a guy like Russell off. I'm going to have to bring a dude up there who has just like that type of mindset of, hey, go out there, yeah, do it, get buckets. And I need somebody to come in and um, believe my man Kyrie. Although I would like a guy with better D, I'm going to go ahead and go with Dame Lillard, man. Dame Dollar. Dollars. Let's go. Dame dollars. Okay. We'll cut a mixtape in the locker room. Right, right. Let me see. Who's wanna go big? Wanna go big. Any bigs out there? Uh let me see. This is gonna be tricky, bro. Like coming in. Who uh, now don't be ashamed. Don't be ashamed to uh pick your boy um pick your boy Blake Griffin, man. Blake Griffin? Yeah. Yeah. I, I... Nah, you know what? No, nah, I'm tripping. Joel and B. Ooh. Yeah, the jo- Joel and B. Yeah. Joel. Okay. All right. I like that. That's nice. Yeah, it's a hell of a dude to bring off the bench, huh? Yeah. Joel. All right, we'll throw him up there. I um hmm. So if you got Joel, let me let me look at my team here. Cause that I ain't gonna lie. I was looking at Joel over there, like, yeah, I, I need him to come up off my bench, but I, I might have to give me some size too. Um <clears throat> the only problem is I don't like anybody else on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm just gonna go ahead and make this one happen prematurely, and I'm gonna go with Clay Thompson. Clay okay. Thompson, go Clay, let's go. Oh man, hold on. For my last pick, I gotta, I gotta pick somebody special. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> All right, for my last pick, because I knew that he was not gonna be taken. I got to represent for my team. Uh, D'Angelo yeah. Russell. Where uh, Brooklyn at? D'Angelo Russell. That's easy, who I'm going with. Easy. D'Angelo no, I, Russell. I was going to paste D'Angelo in there before uh, before we started the show, but I wanted to wanted to add to the um, you know the um, the thrill of it, the anticipation. So 
<laughs> no surprise here. You got your boy D'Angelo Russell. And uh, I will go ahead and I should grab um Lamarcus Aldrich because I'm like, who's gonna rest? Who's gonna give Jokic a uh oh man, yeah. So I need to grab Lamarcus. That'd be the smart thing. Yeah, that would be the smart thing to do, right? Easy, but right yeah. now I'm feeling real magic Johnson-ish. <laughs> But healthier. Um, <laughs> I am gonna go with my bad. Okay, so anyway, I was gonna go with Bradley Bill. Oh, Bradley Bill, the home team. Bradley Bill. I was gonna go with Bradley Bill. That's my um, that's my ball pick uh, of the of the year. Um, so yeah, that's the that that's the team. So uh, yeah, I'll get this over here. So anyway. You know what, Easy? I, I wouldn't mind seeing um seeing this being the team for the uh, All-Star game, actually. Right. That that don't look like bad teams. Well oh, put together. Yeah. Should we should we tweet this to Giannis and um LeBron? Just tell them we, we went should. ahead and chose. I think we should. We're gonna uh, and chose for y'all, you know. Hey LeBron. I tell y'all what, if y'all aren't following us on Twitter, go find our page, go follow us on Twitter. And look for this tweet. We're going to tweet this out to Giannis and uh, LeBron and just let them know that they don't have to go put too much thought into the draft this week. They can just use our list we have right here. I, right. I, I like this. So we'll all right. Giannis, I did all the thinking for you, man. Just tell them, I, I, Yeah, cut the check. Cut the check. Cut the check. and But write it out to um, In the Back of the Class NBA podcast. If you don't yeah, mind. definitely. We can use it. Well, yeah, yeah, you know. Research department, upgrade the research department. Right. We need um a receptionist. <laughs> receptionist, major key. Major key. Major key. Uh, we need some other things. We just need other things. So just give us money. We have a lot. Of there money. we go. A lot. Of <laughs> yeah, just give us money. There we go. Oh man, easy. Look at this, brother. We have um, come to the end of another show, man. Another yep. show, another great show. Um, what? Tell the people what are you going to be looking for um, this week? I'm looking for the spicy drama that is the trade deadline coming Ooh, up. That's what deadline. I'm looking for. Trade deadline. This is man. This is better than. Any soap opera that you can watch, like oh, this man. is, yeah, this is trade deadline coming up. Who's going where? You can't beat it. You can't beat it. Yeah, that's what I. What about you, bro? I'm telling you, if we play papers and rock like three times and got the same thing three times in a row, it must be yeah. something in the air that the great minds are thinking alike. Because that's exactly what I'm gonna be watching. <laughs> in fact, the trade there's the nothing deadline, nothing like it. Uh, in fact, you know, we might need to see if we can hook up like perhaps a um, trade deadline special show. Uh, For sure. Maybe if people want to see, if y'all want to see it, um, you know, like the page. If we get to 100 likes on the page, it's for sure we're going to do it. Uh, if we get some comments on a couple of stuff and it seems like y'all want it, me and Easy, we'll get on and we'll do a little trade deadline special episode. How about that? For sure. It'll be dope. For um, sure. But yeah, uh, once again, this is episode 15. Um, we're gonna get this up 
um tomorrow we're going to try to have it up by uh, four o'clock at the latest so you can find this episode and many more at any um platform you listen to i uh, um podcast you know i itunes google Podcasts, and anchor check out anchor anchor's pretty pretty awesome that's how we yeah. up. so um easy you got anything to tell the people man yeah, man. Uh, before I started taking lives in 2K tonight, just want to let everybody know me and my boy A-Love back in the day, two former class clowns. Now we adults speaking our opinions on opinions on news and rumors on the NBA. You know, this your boy Easy. This your boy A-Love. This is in the back of the class NBA podcast. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. Lamb Chock song coming on now. <laughs>